Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now, here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. Welcome again to Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams, and I am so honored to be with you today. Today we're talking about receiving as a spiritual practice. Receiving and giving go hand in hand. But throughout my life, the emphasis has always been on giving as a spiritual practice. And that's good. It's, it's something to focus on. There's truth in that. And the two really do go hand in hand. However, as I have reflected on giving and receiving over the course of my life, I realized no one really spoke to me much, especially in my early years in spiritual immersion and religious teachings. No one really talked to me about receiving being a spiritual practice. But as I have evolved, I realize that in some ways, receiving is a spiritual practice that allows me to grow, to evolve, to unfold, and to be in a position of giving more freely, more generously, more joyously. For those of you who can see the graphics, there's a picture up of a beach, and it's a beach that I've loved going to and felt inspired every time I've gone for a walk there, felt deep appreciation for the sunsets, for the beauty. And every time I've gone there, I have felt so blessed. I was conscious of receiving this blessing, of being filled by this experience and being renewed as I left to go home. However, there have been many, many times in my life where I have been oblivious to the blessings of the day, to the blessings of the moment, and I've let them pass me by. Part of that spiritual practice is awakening to the blessings, to the gifts that I'm being given in each and every moment. But I'm jumping ahead of myself a little bit. Receiving as a spiritual practice begins, not always, but it can begin with asking. Sometimes I'm not aware that I'm asking for something, but it can be a very conscious and intentional process. When Jesus taught, he would teach this in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 7. He taught us to ask, and it will be given to us. At another time, Jesus was asked how we should pray, and he said a prayer that was later named the Lord's Prayer, or in some traditions, the Our Father. 
And the prayer begins with our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. So Jesus embedded asking into the prayer that he offered up. And when we pray, give us this day our daily bread, the bread is not just a loaf of bread. It is symbolic of all of the ways that we are nourished in our lives. So we ask for the food and the resources to have our physical needs provided for. We ask for the emotional support and sustenance that allows us to live a joyous and fulfilled life. We ask for the spiritual sustenance and nourishment that inspires us, that calls us to reach higher, to be more than we are, to become all that we can be. So in the prayer that Jesus suggested, he, he was suggesting that on a daily basis we ask. We do this consciously. We do this intentionally. And then according to the scripture in the Gospel of Matthew, when we ask, we shall receive. The intentional practice of asking deepens our experience of receiving. It becomes part of that spiritual practice. So we practice receiving as a spiritual tool, a spiritual practice by first asking and then accepting that which we are given. Again, when we are asking, we are not just asking for physical things, although that may be, in certain cases, what we're asking for. But I remember a time in my life, a time that looked so good by external appearances. I was living in a beautiful place. I had wonderful relationships. I was financially being rewarded well for the work I was doing. I enjoyed my work. I was working as a psychologist at that time. But there was within me an emptiness that I didn't know how to name or how to explain or how to even understand. And I, I called it purposelessness because I didn't know what else to call it. And I didn't, it was an emptiness. And it was an emptiness within me in my body and my soul. And I would ask in my prayers, I would ask that I would be given guidance. I would be told what is mine to do because it made no sense that this emptiness would be there. So it then becomes a process of accepting when we are given either a, a calling, a meaningful purpose in life, um, physical resources, bread, shelter, cars. And accepting sometimes can be very difficult in the 
in the Bible, the story of Moses when Moses was up on the mountaintop and there was a burning bush that wasn't burning up. And it, from within that bush, he heard God's voice and God was calling him. God said, Moses, Moses. And Moses responded. He said, here I am. And it was more powerful and more meaningful than the simple here that we say sometimes. It's, it was here I am. I am present. I hear you calling and I'm showing up. But then God went on to explain to Moses that he wanted Moses to go to the Pharaoh. And he wanted Moses to set the Israelites free to free them from the slavery that they experienced in Egypt and to take them to their own land. And so Moses hears this calling and he at first says, well, here I am. But then he says, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who am I that I should go to the Pharaoh? And we do this sometimes. We are given a calling that's profoundly meaningful, a calling that raises us up higher, a calling that makes our lives so much more meaningful. We are being called to be great. And within us, we feel small and we say, no, wait a minute, I can't do that. I don't think I am that. So. It's a spiritual practice to step up, to be willing to be great, to be willing to take that journey that leads us to be all that we can be. It's a spiritual practice because when we are being given a sense of purpose that feels far beyond what we could ever do, or maybe we are being given abundance far beyond anything we could have imagined. Or maybe we're being given a relationship that we never thought that we could take on. It's so common for us people, as human beings, to say, wait a minute, no, that's a great gift, but not for me. Find someone bigger. Find someone better. Because I don't know how to accept or how to receive this gift. Back when I was a high school teacher in the Virgin Islands, I ended up one day being asked to house a, a, one of our students at the school, one of the new students, a, a freshman who was running away from home. She was caught stowing away on an airplane and the, the social service agency, the headmistress of the school, asked me if I would take her in for a little while. That little while ended up being four years, and it was a beautiful gift that I received. It was a beautiful experience that I had. But had someone said to me, would you take her in as a, as a daughter? for four years, I would have said, I think at that point, 
no, I can't. That's more than I know how to do. That's more than I can do. As it was, it evolved that way. And I'm so grateful that I was able to say yes and receive this amazing gift into my life. Marianne Williamson, a spiritual teacher, a teacher of the Course in Miracles, said at one time, you're playing small. Those moments when we play small does not serve the world. We are all meant to shine. So the spiritual practice of receiving what we are given often demands of us to be more than we are in this moment. It often demands of us to be courageous, to put away a tendency to play small or to think that we are unable to meet a challenge. Rumi said something very similar. Rumi is one of my favorite poems, a Sufi poem. And he said, stop acting so small. You are the universe in ecstatic motion. Again, so the spiritual practice of receiving is calling us to our greatness. An easy way for me to picture it is if I'm a container, like a mailbox, and this huge gift comes, a huge package, the spiritual practice makes me grow large enough to receive this big gift. So again, receiving as a spiritual practice means asking, allowing ourselves to be great enough to accept the gifts we're being given. And then it calls us to acknowledge the gifts, the blessings in our lives, to be aware of them, and to actively be grateful for them to know that they are blessings. I had an experience once walking on the beach and um, in my heart saying a prayer, asking to be worthy, asking to be a blessing in God's eyes. It was, there were words from a hymn that were rolling through my head. And those words led me to say that prayer and I would said it over and over God, let me be a blessing in your eyes. I wanted that so badly. I was still clinging to some of my early teachings of being a sinner and not worthy, but my prayer was, let me be worthy. Let me be a blessing in your eyes. And I heard, you know, that still small voice, except it was a loud voice that day, and it said, and I want to be a blessing in your eyes. And that caught my attention. I'm there, oh, my spiritual practice is more to acknowledge, to receive, to be grateful for, to be aware of the many ways God is blessing my life. 
to acknowledge, to be aware, to receive the presence of God in all circumstances, in all situations. That is a huge, huge, huge gift. Because if the gift is God's presence in all circumstances, that changes everything. That changes how I show up. It changes what I experience. It changes what I am able to do. So if the practice is to see God as a blessing, no matter what is happening, no matter what the circumstances, that allows me to stay connected to a greater truth. And there are so many things happening in our world, so many things, painful things, things that look horrible on those TV screens, things that sometimes might feel frightening. And yet, if in that moment, even in that, if I stay aware and I can acknowledge God's presence, a presence that gives me strength, a presence that gives me hope, a presence that inspires me, a presence that is a source of wisdom and guidance as to what is mine to do in the midst of all those things, then that spiritual practice of receiving the presence of God or the awareness of the presence of God, to receive that blessing mindfully, to be awake to that, to acknowledge that, changes everything, changes my whole experience of my day, of my life, and of all the circumstances that surround me. So there's a very well-known poem called Footprints in the Sand that was written by Carolyn Joyce Carty. And in that poem, there is a description of two sets of footprints. And the image is that God is walking with me or with another person in the sand. That's why the two sets of footprints. But then there was a very difficult time that came up in that person's life. And the second set of footprints disappeared. And the person says to God, why is it that you deserted me when times got tough? And God's response in the poem was, during your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. So acknowledging those gifts, acknowledging the gift of God's presence is just this. It's captured in this poem that to recognize it was God's strength that carried me through that circumstance. Oftentimes this is described as counting our blessings. Willie Nelson once said, when I started Counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. That's how powerful it can be. Because when we are oblivious to the gifts that we are always receiving, 
then we're usually playing too small to fully receive them. And if we don't acknowledge these blessings, these gifts, we might not be aware of how powerfully they can act in our lives. So it's good to hear someone like Willie acknowledging that counting his blessings completely changed everything for him. So receiving as a spiritual practice means asking, then allowing ourselves to be large enough in spirit to accept the gifts we're being given, to acknowledge these gifts, these blessings, to acknowledge that even when it doesn't look like we're being blessed, that that blessing is there, that God is carrying us. And then once we have a really powerful inner sense of how much we are receiving in each and every moment, and once we have a sense that what we are receiving is limitless, for God's gifts are infinite, for that divine presence is not limited in what it can give to us, what it can provide for us, how it blesses us. The natural outpouring of that is to give because we know then from a very deep place that God is our source, that our source is of a spiritual nature and that out of that we are free to give. There is no zero-sum game in spirit. That zero-sum game in our material world says that if I have more, you have less. So I better have the more because I don't want to be the one having less. That zero-sum game does not exist in the kingdom of heaven. The more love I give, the more love I have. The more gratitude I give, the more gratitude I have. The more ideas I share, the deeper my thinking becomes. In God's world, the more we give, the more we receive, the more we are blessed. And when we have receiving as a spiritual practice, we come to know this about giving in a very, very profound way. Our co-founder Charles Fillmore says, the knowledge that substance is omnipresent, always present, will enable man to give freely. And substance is another way of saying the spiritual substance or the source that is God, that it is always present. And the more we know that in our hearts, giving becomes very easy because we are so clear there is no zero-sum game. I am not diminished when I give to you. Charles Fillmore went on to say that it is necessary 
to give freely if we are to receive freely. They go hand in hand until we get, until we deeply get that God is our source. It can be hard to give because we get afraid that there won't be enough. But once we become aware of the constant flow of gifts that we are always in a position to receive, then there is a free back and forth in giving and receiving become one and the same. So I would like to end with a line from the prayer of St. Francis. It is in giving that we receive. And receiving is truly a spiritual practice. So it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.org.